Hey, it's the fabulous one, Jimmy King over here, and I'm Terry Foster. Join us at 1 p.m. Thursday and Friday. Really? <laughs> no, they got me. I got you. I got you. I am Terry Foster. I don't know who this dude is over here, man. <laughs> I am. Put, the put, original. Put, put the camera on. Uh, can, you get, can you get me the original one? Can you get me? I am. You know, you know who you look like. I am who I look like. You I look, look like. like the dude on the on the wing of Alaskan <laughs> Airline. Don't look. Don't kill me. You look just don't like that dude. Don't kill me like that. Stop it, T. It's I'm true. Trying to, have I'm have trying you to, seen? Have you seen that? Now I, I gotta to look cut it up. My, I try to cut my hair so I can look as clean as you. Well, you need to get a professional. I try to. I try to. I try to shave. It looks and I nice. Messed it, no, I messed it up, so I had to cut it off. I had time this morning to trim it up. So you know, I, I just know, I didn't even notice that. Till you just said that. <laughs> I didn't even notice. See, it. see you got it. You got to notice. Up my spot. Yeah. That, that's why fellas get in trouble with women. They don't notice when they True change indeed. their hair. No, no, I do. I do. You do. do you? Oh man, Jimmy, women got Jimmy, it. Jimmy, I'll give, I'll I'll give Jimmy credit when somebody, a woman changes. <laughs> Their hair up. Jimmy's like, oh, did you cut your hair? Yeah, yeah. Oh, did you turn? Uh, did you uh, paint your hair purple? I mean, he notices that. I do. A and little so I right. noticed this dude looks like I don't King know the dude's James. name. Paul LeBron. Bunyan? LeBron. That's you true. Look like LeBron. LeBron. You do look like LeBron. Or, yeah, or Abe Lincoln. No, 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 no. Abe Lincoln. Abe Lincoln. <laughs> nah, he hey, here's the face. Here's Alaskan the Airlines. Airlines. Here's the Jimmy yeah. face. I, I don't know his name. That's right. what you look like, man. Alaskan Airlines, Jimmy. There we go. <laughs> Kevin except, Hart, Kevin Hart, Jimmy. Except um, it can't be Alaskan Airlines. So it's got to be <laughs> Compton Airlines or something like that. Yeah, I'm gonna put some. Hood. I'm gonna put some some hundred spokes on there, on the wheels. There you go. Roll out. There you go, brother. The gold package. All right, brother. <laughs> I involved. I thought today I was going to lose my life. <laughs> I thought somebody was going to shoot me. What? Here's what happens. I, I went to the barbershop. shop. I get my beard trimmed uh-huh so this dude walks in wanting five dollars from one of the barbers mm-hmm. and he's like no nah, I'm, I'm not giving you five dollars right, no soliciting so he's like man you always do this shit to me man i'm gonna fuck you up what so he leaves mm-hmm. so i'm like damn this is pretty oh, tight yeah, we, we because on the playground if somebody threatens somebody and leaves and leaves you know yeah, what you they're don't doing get a chance to come back no they, they well, get they're getting a firearm I, all I know back. is, I, I'll give you an example. Um, we're South Bend, right? My family from South Bend. They don't have down Bend. there, do they? Uh, so South Bend is not a, it, in pockets, it's good areas. Okay. Outside of Notre Dame, it's not so good. So um, I went over to the park. This is Southeast Side. Shout out Southeast Side Pride um, to the neighborhood. And uh, one of the guys got fouled real hard. And where I'm from, you don't have a chance to say, I'll be back. You ain't going nowhere. They ain't going to let you leave. So for him, for them to let him leave, they must have known he's not a, not a threat at all. Because well, He has mental issues. Oh, okay, there you go. All right, yeah. well, that's different. That's totally different then. It right. makes it worse, I think. Well, <laughs> I mean, you don't know. Well, you don't know yeah, thinking. you don't know, but... Usually they're, they, they they're say, harmless. They say the real crazy dudes in the hood don't shoot people. Right? No, they don't. <laughs> they threaten you. Yeah. Um, you don't have to worry too so much about that. So I'm thinking because I'm thinking I'm back on the playground. Mm-hmm. When the dude left the playground, he was coming back with his pistol, mm-hmm. and he's just going to start shooting people. Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting up in the barber chair getting my beard trimmed. I'm thinking this motherfucker going to come back and shoot. Yeah. 
I because I, uh, they put the towel over your face and you can't see anything. I said, man, <laughs> right when they had the towel, you just come you in and peeking. shoot me right, right in the middle of my head. I'm gonna be like uh, the dude on The Godfather. Yeah. We yeah. shot him right through the glasses. Right through the glasses. Glass. Yeah, Mo Green. Yeah, Mo Green. Mo Green. Wow. So I'm thinking I'm gonna be Mo Green, mm-hmm. but in a situation like that. So what barbershop are you going to, man? I'm not coming with you. I'm not riding with you no more. <laughs> it's right by UD. Huh? By UD? What, yeah. L6? Uh, McNichols? Yeah. Oh, yep. yeah. Right over there. No, no, it was on um, Puritan. Oh, Puritan? Yeah. Oh, okay. The hood. Shout so, out to <laughs> But there's Jaylen always, Rose. but uh, normally they got loud people in there, but they're just talking mm-hmm. trash. Mm-hmm. And so it's fun. Oh, yeah. But this dude walked in real pissed off. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said, you, you always do this to me. Yeah, he we wanted his five dollars. But the thing is, is the bar. This is probably the barber's fault. Partner, he's bought this guy shoes, got him boots. He's got him food before. So he's entitled. Yeah, he feels he he should get everything. Right. But I guess the barber said, man, I can't. So he's the type of guy that I can't if do you, this all the time. If you if if he if he asks for five dollars and you and you give him a hamburger, he ain't gonna take it. Like he's one of those. Oh, guys. Uh, that wants it for the drug. Yeah. Now my understanding is that the dude. Mm-hmm. He used to play hoops. Mm. He played at uh, Mumford, mm. went to the University of Hawaii, and played uh, in Australia. That that's horrible. So he but made then, some money. That's he, terrible. He made some money, but drugs got that's, the better. They ate of it up. Yeah, that ate sucks. them up. Yeah. That's so horrible. now he's walking in, threatening people, and I think I'm gonna be Mo Green. <laughs> but in a situation like that, would you walked out? Uh, I'm telling you. All right. I've never seen anybody threaten and nope. actually <laughs> make it out. Like, I've never seen it happen. What would you do to the guy uh, then? The guy, they don't make it out is what I'm saying. I'm saying my experience has been that when somebody So you beat his ass place, right there. I'm not talking about me. I'm talking about what I've seen. I've seen some altercations, and I've seen somebody threaten somebody and be like, I'm going to get back. And even people who aren't involved will be like, yeah, I got my people here. I, you know, I got some other friends here. You threatening everybody in here, so you're not going to make it out. So I seen situations where someone said, you know, they're about to whip out a pullout right there, and I, and give you that threat. I'll be back. Yeah, but they you, don't make it. You know no, I seen I seen people pull out on the spot and lick off like. Oh, you're gonna be back. You don't have a chance to get back. Here, here it is right now. Like that's yeah, but but what they always my say, experience. Oh, this motherfucker not gonna do anything. He's just talking, and then he comes back. Well, they know shooting. him, and that's what I'm saying. If but he's, they, a, if he's, the, he if he's the neighborhood, him. if he's the neighborhood um, crackhead, basically, if he's the neighborhood crackhead, they know him. They know what he does. He probably comes in there every day, asks for five dollars. And if they don't give it to him, he probably threatens them every day. Well, he did kick their uh, door. He broke the window on their door one time. He just got <laughs> mad. Wow. Yeah, I don't know where these people come from. They don't make it around my way. Like, he would have got jacked up. Like, how you just going to kick? Man, how you just going to? I'm talking about here in the D. You going to come in the barbershop and you going to kick in the door? Or, right. Or but kick the door because you upset? But they're real nice people, you know, at the barber. They don't. No, I know that. No, my people, they're nice too, but. You're not going to destroy their property because you over five dollars. Well, no, no, no. It wasn't because of the five dollars. He's been there before. He did it like about six, seven months ago. Mm-hmm. He kicked in, broke the glass, stomped the door. <laughs> Today he comes in, and um, here's what he does: he goes to the store uh-huh. and uh, quote unquote purchase stuff. Uh-huh. But um, 
he'll get the stuff and put it up there and said, the dude Bill's going to pay, pay for, for it. it. Yeah. And just so take then Bill's it. like, nah, I'm not paying right. for that. It's like Fletch, the Underhills. Put <laughs> right. it on the Underhills, Bill. Well, he's right. a young hustler, man. You got to give him credit. He out here trying to survive. He's with in his snacks. 40s, though, brother. Well, you know, 40s still young, kind of. Yeah. Sort of. It's not young, young, young. <laughs> <laughs> but what if he has, what if he, what if he, you know, what I experienced too is I've seen some quote unquote um, homeless people uh, ask for some money and, you know, follow them around the corner and they hopping in nice cars and, yeah, you know, um, nice cribs. That, that happened to me in Kansas City. Um, uh, friends of mine, you know, they feel sorry for everybody. So this dude's mm-hmm. asking for money and, and the scam that you that he was trying to run is, I need five dollars and seventy one cents <laughs> to buy a part for my car that won't start. I like it. That's smart. So then I'm saying, and my friends, oh, five seventy one. So they're getting the money. Now nah, this is a scam. He's giving you a specific number right. so you really believe he's his a story. Smart guy. And um, and then uh, he's you know, and then um, afterward, no, he got pissed at me for saying it. And then afterwards, yeah, you right. I was running a scam over yeah. there because I knew they— You they, called them out. They, That's all right. And you know who else uh, called one? Will Robinson. Will, uh-huh. uh-huh. We were in Seattle. Mm-hmm. And this woman comes up, and she's begging for money. Mm-hmm. And Will said, don't give her anything. Or he said, don't give her shit. Mm-hmm. So I said, all right. I said, but Will, that was kind of rough. He said, look, she had a baby carriage. Yep. He said, "He said, look at the baby carriage. <laughs> it was by Graco. Right. Graco's the most expensive—, expensive. Baby carriage you she can paid get. at least two, three hundred dollars had, um, for it. Perfect makeup mm-hmm. and her hair was. That's laid. what I always look at. I'm so, amazed at these bums like going to Birmingham, Ann Arbor, Royal Oak. You know, I'm like, hold up. You sitting on the corner with a perfectly nice sign, mm-hmm. Jordans on that are clean. Your fingernails are clean. Wearing button downs, but you're homeless. Well, my um, downtown Detroit has changed. For instance, now you see white people mm-hmm. begging, and mm-hmm. that never happened before. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my boys works down there. He said, this is what they do. They come in from the suburbs mm-hmm. on the bus, that, like on a Thursday, mm-hmm. and they live in the street for two or three days mm-hmm. begging. <laughs> so for those three days, they are homeless. They don't. They don't have a house that they go to, and they get all funky and everything. You can't knock the hustle. I know, but he said what they do is they meet in this park, mm-hmm. and they all decide what area they're going to get. get. Mm. And then, um, and the the real ingenious ones, they uh, pass out toothpicks with the American flag on there. Wow! Because they said sympathy. They said white people always fall for mm-hmm. that. The American flag. Mm-hmm. They'll give me some money Smart. and stuff. No, How I'm much I think you, they're bringing home? They got to be making two, three hundred a day. Gotta be, gotta be. You know, mass falls for it's it. It's just a massive. It, it, it's just the yeah. Traffic is what it is. You just you know playing the numbers at that point. But one time, um, there used to be a bus station downtown that had a Burger King in it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So this dude's you know trying to hustle me for some money. I said, I tell you what, I will buy you the number one or the number two at Burger King if you mm-hmm, want it. Man, mm-hmm. this dude got pissed at me. He said, "Fuck <laughs> you, I don't want to." I said, "Well, you said you're hungry." Right. I'll buy your meal," he right. said. "No, yeah. So you know, right? He, he, he was trying to get some drugs, drugs or right. some alcohol, or, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Or maybe he didn't like Burger King. Uh, maybe <laughs> yeah. that could be a McDonald's or Wendy's guy. Well, maybe he OD'd him. on Burger King if he's down <laughs> right. there. I would have taken him to Wendy's. That would have been fine. White Castle, 
Love the castle. Yeah, now, the White Castle is across from the Greyhound. But, but you know uh, what? Mass, Mass. Woodward. I love White Castle, too, but <laughs> here's what you can't do. You can't eat uh, like a Tailway slider uh-huh. or a Hunter House slider and then eat a White Castle. Right. The White Castle tastes so <laughs> terrible after you eat those other sliders. I disagree. Gravy burgers. No, no, but if you just eat a White Castle, it's good. But if you get... The real sliders, the real Detroit sliders, the White Castle just doesn't measure up. I know, but it's the White Castle double cheeseburger you can get for 79 cents. Well, right. I don't care how much it costs. <laughs> I'm telling you, smartass, why don't you do, do that experiment? Okay, let's do it. Get a Hunter House. Yeah, I know Hunter House is or great. Or tell well, Greens. Greens yeah. is good. I love Greens. Greens. Yeah, Greens take, is good. Take your we Greens. got Travis by me. Same eat, thing. Travis, eat eat yeah. the Travis or the Greens first. Okay. And then go then eat the White Castle. <laughs> okay. That. White Castle tastes like crap then. All right. I'll, I'll try it. But if you just eat the I'll White try. Castle, you're like, all right, this is good. I, to me, I love the double cheeseburger White Castle. I, of brother, course, no see, that's nostalgic. The experiment. That's nostalgic for yeah. me. The White Castles, because me and my father used to always drive. Um, you know, we take a road trip. We go to Chicago or kind of Detroit or something like that. We always made sure that we stopped at White Castle and, and grab us some what we call gravy burgers. They were like gravy burgers. We, we call them 12 centers. 12 centers. <laughs> because when Murder we were burgers. a kid, they, they cost burgers. 12 cents. No, do you know White Castle hamburger? 65% soybean. Mm-hmm. Is that true? Yeah, that's absolutely yeah. true. So you it's good for you, it, then. So they're kind of good for it's you. It's good yeah, for you. You didn't have to tell me that. You ruined it for me now. No, no. No, you can eat a burger that's not beef. Hey, I was nervous. Well, they got the Impossible Burger now. No, no, don't eat that. What? Yeah, that's... Well, no, not, no, I'm not talking about from Burger King, but... Oh, yeah, the other called, places, right. Yeah, like Impossible like, Burgers um, or... I, I'd say the best one I've burgers. had, uh, this place called Chili Mustard and Onions, or Mustard, Chili, and Onions. Wait, that's like the this. name of the... That's the name of the restaurant. restaurant? Right. It's on um, Brush Street in mm. Detroit. They have a thing called the Big Mock. Okay. It is a knockoff of the Big Mac. Mm-hmm. It's delicious. I love that, the Mock. <laughs> the mock. mock. Right, the Big Mock. But they have chili dogs... Mm. Terrible, really? Okay. Yeah. Just, oh dang! I thought you was gonna say the chili dogs were even better. No, 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 no. They're, they're, they're going the day if you said that. Were they fake? But, too? but they're yeah, they're all fake. Even the hot dog. The hot dog is fake. Well, the, the hot dog is fake, fake to begin with. To begin with. <laughs> but I like it the way it's right. exactly. I like it the way but, it is. But, but don't tell but me what it do is. Do you know this? <laughs> I don't want to know. Michigan, the state of Michigan, has the highest standard for hot dogs in the nation. Really? Wow. Like, you you are not allowed to put uh, pig nails in there. Oh, <laughs> in other states, you're, you're able so to do the that. Pig dog, nails? The normal hot dog, yeah. mine is the pig nails. Yeah, they're, they're grounded up, though. I've been eating pig nails my whole life? You have not, <laughs> because snouts. you've been in Michigan. They, 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 they don't Jersey allow that. First. Right. Jersey, they allow it. <laughs> I mean, we had the dirty water dogs, the sabrettes. Oh, yeah. right out of water. Remember I love Rob, those. Phone, you know, phony coney, Rob, Rob Parker? <laughs> you don't want any phony conies. Gotta have my sabrettes. I had a sabrettes for the first time. Time in uh, Grand Central Station when I was a child. Aren't they great? They were lovely. Lovely. I kept going down to get them because uh, there's a uh, there was a hotel. I don't know the name of it now, but it was the Commodore Hotel. Yeah. And I would go to New York with my aunt and my grandmother, and I kept asking for like seventy five cents. I said, "All right." So they're like, "What are you doing?" I said, "I'm getting these hot dogs, man. They're real good." So when it was time to go to dinner, I'm like, eh, "I don't want anything. I'm I'm good now." Mm-hmm. So you, how many hot dogs you had? I said, only eight. Eight. Oh, wow. Wow. That's I had a good. whole pack. I had a pack of hot dogs today. That is today. sweet. I did. The <laughs> best is when the guy is outside the Lincoln Tunnel. You're waiting in, in line to get in the Lincoln Tunnel because it takes you almost mm-hmm. an hour at rush mm-hmm. hour. Mm-hmm. And you're mm-hmm. eating them and all the fumes are coming, coming out. out. <laughs> the fumes of the, of the Lincoln the Tunnel. Smell, the smell of Jersey slash New York, That's right? That's it, baby. Yeah. It's, well, it's my, my New York experience is a little different. Um, uh, there's a great place. Uh, I think it's. 
oh, don't give me. I can't remember where it is, but I remember the name of the place. It's called JG Melons. They got great hamburgers. It's, uh, I want to say it's on the Upper East Side. I'm not sure. But um, it's uh, very good burgers. They got some uh, nice cold beer, and the fries are nice and crispy. Sweet. I love those. Yeah. I like Steak the deep fries. fried hot dogs. You ever have the deep fried I've hot dogs? I've had that. Not a big fan. That's another Jersey thing. Just grill it. Grill huh? it. Put it on a bun, put whatever on it. Deep fry is phenomenal. Everything barbecue for me. Barbecue hot dogs, ribs, you can't chicken. Beat the, they can't beat the Q. You know, you know what I'm going to make for this good. dude? I'm going to smoke him some ribs. That, you can smoke some ribs? Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm ready. And they're good, too. They, oh, they, they came out shaky at first, but now I got it down. You got it down. They're, you got to smoke how long you, how I have long, a smoker. How long you been cooking them? Uh, about three years. Okay. All right. You so got some, yeah, I, you got so some I, time under your belt. I, I got, Look, I got how it you down. make your sauce? How you make I, your sauce? No sauce. No sauce. No sauce. No sauce. Oh. No sauce. Man, come on, man. You can't invite me to eat some ribs. You ain't got no sauce, That's man. That's because they're so good. You don't need sauce. All right, the meat better be falling off the bones because I'm critical about my ribs. I don't play with my ribs, What's man. What's your best ribs in Look, I'm from South Bend. No, I don't in, even. In I don't town. even. I don't eat ribs here. I go back to okay. South Bend and I go get some at Frankie's. <laughs> you sound like a little kid. I got Frankie's <laughs> for my ribs. All right. Frankie's. You got to go to Frankie's or the Circle to get some ribs. Okay. I uh, I had some great ribs this summer. <laughs> Visit my daughter Celine in Austin, mm-hmm. which you uh, familiar. With. We went oh, yeah. to the place that was quote unquote the second best ribs in Austin. <laughs> so that's their. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's their moniker, the second best. No, 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 no. That's everybody says they're the second best. They uh-huh. say the the best are Franklin's. Oh, okay. So it Franklin. must be something like Frankie's by Frankie, and Franklin's. Yeah, yeah. We went to a place. It was called Terry Blacks. <laughs> there you go. And man, TB. Crazy, crazy good. Mm. Except the thing, you had to wait in the line and you, you go and all this. Usually, stuff. but. Good places that you go to eat usually are like that. Do though. you know the rib places, the real good ones? Do you know what they don't have? French Extra. fries. Uh, see, good my spot has fries, Ooh. and they got the sauce on the fries, and they got the bread under the ribs yeah, that's and the, way the fries. Yeah, so when you sop it up at the bottom, you just wiping your mouth with all that good sauceness. <laughs> You know, you know what? I feel sorry for you because you never got to experience .netters. Oh, yes, I did. Did you? No, you just, they, I'm not that young. Of, they now, you think it's that young. Yeah, they are. Of... Oh, .netters, that's... Shrimp Place. Yeah, Shrimp Place. Yeah, oh, my God. Yeah. And and um, I heard a rumor that they might be coming back. Ooh, damn. Scoop. Yeah, I'm going to start something. Scoop King over here. <laughs> you should get involved, man. Yeah. Oh, they, they were we, real good. We're all involved. Y'all just don't know it. Invest. We're all involved. Yeah, we should. That netters, man, was the bomb. You get the quarter pound snack, which, mm-hmm. come on, that's a waste. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to get the three quarter or the pound yeah, the pound with the sure. fries. And they no gave doubt. you crackers, mm-hmm. hot sauce. Mm-hmm. Delicious. Now, do you guys like barbecue around town? What's your place? I mean, you like Slows, mm-hmm. places like that? Slows, um, barbecue is good. Their ribs are not really good. I, I like going to the Union Woodshop. Yeah, that's Clarkston. out in Clarkston. Yeah. Yeah. So that they're really that was Diesel's place. I don't have he a, always loved that mm-hmm. place. I don't have there. a real barbecue spot, but I do like beans and cornbread. That's uh, yeah, you know, soul food, good soul food spot. Was that that was that Robert Porsche's place? No, no. Oh no, Patrick Rob. Coleman. Patrick Coleman. 
I dated his sister in high school. Oh, look at that. Yeah. Debbie June Coleman. Debbie June. Debbie June. Debbie June. See, that's what... All these stories coming out. No, man. You I, I can't. Lady, I can't that's why you're talking about. School? I, didn't say that. I didn't say anything about that. Does she give you that sweatshirt? <laughs> no. Uh, one of my, no, no. My, my girl Sarah got me this lion's sweatshirt because uh, she. We got into an argument. She's like, mm-hmm. "Do you own you know stuff from every sports team in Detroit?" I said, "Yeah, except one, mm-hmm. the Lions." She said, "That looks good." You don't it. have a lion's. Said, she said, "No." Nah. I said, "No." Nah. So now you need to get one. So she was bug- bugging me for years. Mm-hmm. So finally, she said, I'm buying you a Lions <laughs> shirt. I said, I'm not going to wear it. <laughs> you could buy it. Looks great. But then um, she got one that I actually like. Yeah. So that's why I'm that's wearing it. That's a Nike, yeah, too. She didn't cheap, man. Right. She didn't cheap it. She nah, got it. She, got, she got a new job. She's yeah. getting she getting paid. Good so, yeah, she got the good one. Yeah, authentic. Looks so good, I, I always refuse to, to wear Lions stuff because I think they're abusive to their fans. They are. <laughs> but I'm wearing this <laughs> shirt because I like it. You know who you remind me of? Jim Caldwell. <laughs> <laughs> okay, decorum, young man. Speaking of the Lions, I want to clear something up. This town believes that, the, that Martha Ford put a win-at-all-cost edict on Bob Quinn and Matt Patricia. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you that is not true. I agree. And um, because they are there, they they can't get a quarterback because they have to win right now. No, no, they don't. Here's what she said: You have to be. I want a team that's in playoff contention in December. You know what that means? Mm-hmm. That means I'm giving you another year. Yep. That doesn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. It means you could be 500. Mm-hmm. You could okay. December 10th. If you're seven and seven, guess what? You are in playoff contention. Absolutely. Uh, December eighth, <laughs> six and seven. When they put up teams in contention, we'll be in the hunt. Yeah, in, in the, the hunt. hunt. In the hunt. Right. <laughs> that doesn't. That's not winning to me. That's here, in the hunt. Here, right. No. Here's what I would have done. I would have. I would have had a little letter. It would have been marked up and nasty and said, "If you don't make the playoffs, your ass is fired." I wouldn't say, oh, you got to be in playoff contention. That don't mean shit to me. So every every team in the NFL is in playoff contention. So how many years do you Jets. think it's going to take for uh, for them to make the playoffs, for the Lions to make the playoffs? How many years do you think it's going to take for them to make I, the playoffs? Do, are we firing people? You do what you want. Because if you fire people. But who are you firing? I'm firing Patricia and Quinn. Okay. So we're starting over. We're starting over. Yes. So, so as a coach, right, forget the GM. Mm-hmm. Who are you getting as the coach? Who's your uh, first pick? My, I like Eric Bieniemy. Mm-hmm. I do, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you need a, an mm-hmm. offensive mind. Mm-hmm. Once again, they, they screwed up by going defensive. Mm-hmm. Do you know who my choice mm-hmm. was uh, when they were trying to uh, hire Matt Patricia? Who? Was it Vrabel? Who? Huh? Was it Vrabel? It was Vrabel. Really? And I said it on the air mm-hmm. that they they should not hire Matt Patricia. They should mm-hmm. go for Vrabel. And here's the reason. They were set up better for it. No. I like NFL coaches who've been with two organizations. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hire a dude that's been with, with one same. or the same one. Mm-hmm. Even if it was He doesn't have a great anything one. to bounce. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't have perspective. Mm-hmm. Even if you were with a failed organization for a while. If you're with another team that's win, you get two different perspectives. Mm-hmm. You get a lot more what I call knowledge. So that's why I wanted Vrabel. 
because he's he he was oh, with he New England. Out, turned out beautiful. And he was with um, Kansas City. Kansas City, right? Yeah. So I would I wanted that pedigree. And the other thing, the Lions. Here's what they do. They've done this for decades, and nobody's cut up. It's boys hooking up boys. Uh, William Clay Ford Sr. Mm-hmm. hired his boy. Mm-hmm. Russ Thomas. Russ Thomas. Mm-hmm. His alleged drinking buddy. Mm-hmm. And no matter how brutal he was, no matter how many players he pissed off, because those players are pissed off at Russ, because I used to talk to them. They said, man, they would tell you, do you man, do you know what this dude said to me? And they, they just give me all kinds of stories. <laughs> like, you, you would just tell them they're not worth uh, the money they wanted. They're he was not like worth an accountant, it. right? Wasn't he like an accountant? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Someone, then, someone that yeah outside of the counter. game. Then yeah. they hired his boy Chuck Schmidt. Yeah. Then um, they hired Matt Millen. They didn't hire Matt Millen because they thought he was going to come in here and kick ass and make him a winner. They hired him because he was nice. Mm-hmm. I like Matt Millen. That's what this what they said. Mister Ford loved going to lunch with Matt Millen. Right. Loved. That's not a reason. <laughs> Really? Come on now. It's the Ford way. It's the it's flawed the way. <laughs> the Ford flawed way. Hey. But, you know, there's something um, obviously about family and about – you look at the Cowboys. Cowboys is kind of in the same situation with Jason Garrett. They didn't wise up, wisen up until this year. So mm-hmm. hopefully, depending on um, what happens, we can see the Lions, you know, kind of follow suit. But – I doubt it. I I think they're comfortable, and I think they're happy with what they got. Believe it or not. No, it's, I, it's I, impossible I to be happy. No, I mean, not happy. I think content, content. But I also think that they believe that they got the right people, they and do. they know, and they think they know what they're doing. Well, now that Terry has that shirt on, maybe they'll turn the corner. <laughs> yeah. Good luck. Could be it. Good luck. I'm sticking with the bad boys. I'm sticking with my Pistons. You know, I got I, hope. I got, that even got though they got rid of same shirt. Andre, I know I'm not liking that, but no, everyone else does, so it's okay. I guess. But you know what? Um, here, here's the the funny thing about Andre. If he had played here in the '70s or '80s, mm-hmm. he would have been like the perfect fit. Mm-hmm. The but the has league changed. has changed, changed so, so much, much that now he's, he's there's worthless. no place for him. There's he's no not place. Worthless. Well, not worthless, but he has to evolve. And and actually, he's only 26, right? Yeah. I thought when he came into the league, he was 17. I thought. That he was going to evolve more uh, offensively. Yeah, he can't shoot the uh, short range jumper. Mm-hmm. That's his problem. And 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 that's the reason why. And his motor. Yeah. And he's got no wiggle inside. Like even even a Joel uh, Embiid, you know, like even to that effect or level where uh, you know you could step out occasionally, hit a three, or make a play off the dribble, or you know be a, have a little bit more wiggle. It just hasn't developed fast enough. He and, improved his free throws. Yeah. I'll give him that. Yeah. Well, uh, Kevin Garnett worked with him and worked on his wiggle inside. <laughs> but the thing That's is, That's interesting uh, Andre, that you bring up Kevin Garnett. I caught Kevin. I caught Kevin. Yeah, future Wolverine. Yeah. And I was with the uh, No, he Minnesota. was an almost Wolverine. Um, right. right. He was going know. to be a future Wolverine. And, uh, yeah, I know that. Um, I spent some time up in uh, Minnesota with him. And that signature move that he, that he made, mm-hmm. I taught him that. You taught him that? The back to the basket, because I was killing up there, me, him, wow. and um So you Stephon. taught Kevin Garnett something. Yeah. He used to come to me, right? He used to come to me and be like, how you keep killing these people the way you do? And I'm like, Kevin, you're Damn. seven foot. It's easy. Like, 
you think it it looks easy to me for me or to you mm-hmm. it'll look real easy for you because you're seven foot they have to either give you the shot or 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 you give them a good up fake and they bite and you bang on them so the catch when he catches it and face up shoot it off the glass that's you you know that's who me. used to do that i dig that jack sigma yeah. jack sigma sonics yeah. Yeah, he used to do that stuff. Yeah, Jack. So I, like I wish. Him. So I should have come to you when I was still had some little bit of athleticism. I got you. Damn, <laughs> I waited too late. <laughs> Did you guys see uh, last night? There was some trades last night, and D'Angelo Russell winds up going to Minnesota, mm-hmm. and waiting there on the tarmac for him was Carl Anthony Towns with the with the D'Angelo Russell Timberwolf jersey with the zero on it, yeah. waiting for him. And uh, Russell comes out with his camera. He's got his camera rolling. It was a really cool scene. Then he goes into the airport, and a bunch of people there ready to welcoming him into Minnesota. It was a nice scene. Yeah, really see, cool. I, yeah, I wouldn't, nice. I wouldn't have greeted him with a jersey. I would have waited for look because you know he's got to be pissed that he's going to Minnesota. Why no, is he pissed? He's going, no, he's, he's going, going to, to play with his boy. Yeah, he's going. Yeah, he's going to play playoffs at least. Well, you Minnesota. go from L.A. to Minnesota. Right. I can feel that. I feel that. But when you got your boy standing there with your jersey coming but off the airplane, he was with Golden State. He was with a losing. He was on a losing team. I mean, Golden State. Yeah, he was on a losing You're team right, this year. It was right. going to be a lottery team. Yeah, and the plan was to get rid of him. I think from jump anyway. He was just an asset to, to right. be moved. Yeah. So for him, I think it was just. It know, looked cool. It matter. looked okay. like a nice well, thing. That, I'm glad you a had a heartwarming. It was moment. a heartwarming thing. Yes, it was much better than <laughs> well, poor Andre plus, saying it. You, 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 I, you, I always <laughs> look at Carla Anthony Tones in a different manner now. I just look at him as soft. You know why? Jimmy Butler, Jimmy Butler punked him, and he punked the whole organization and got out there. So I always think Carl Anthony Towns, you know, just a soft dude. And I and I got that, and I'm probably incorrect on this, but I it hit me because of the way Jimmy Butler treated him. Mm-hmm. Wow, he treated him like a bitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Jimmy Butler treats a lot of people that way. Yeah. <laughs> and not if he respects you, he won't. Yeah, big deal. Well, I don't know. Jimmy, Jimmy uh, he gets under your – you got to be a certain type of player, I think, uh, to play with Jimmy. I think he holds, you know, people accountable that they're not necessarily used or accustomed to being held to. So um, everybody can't play with everybody. And like you said, you know, Carl Anthony Towns, he may be a little soft. And supposedly Jimmy Butler is a clown a little bit in Miami, telling dudes, you know, you need to step it up. Miami's got a shot, man. Well, that's his job. Like that's his that's his role on any team. He's that guy that's like, okay, look, what are we doing? You know, we can't slack off. You guys got to stay on your on your regimen. You know, let's not let's not slack. Let's let's keep it moving. Let's build. They got Iguodala now. Exactly. Yeah. So that, that so, how, so, how does that work? You trade a dude from the Bay Area. And he never leaves. No, he just stays there. He just stays there. <laughs> right. <laughs> he just refused to play. He's no, it no, was a strike. no, brother. It was he a didn't, strike. He didn't refuse to right. play. He refused, he refused, to, refused go. to move. <laughs> I would have at least moved to Memphis. That's pretty funny. Nah, you wouldn't. Have, you wouldn't. Have, you weren't moving from uh, the Golden State to Memphis. If the, if I got traded, I would. No, you wouldn't. Memphis no, is not you a bad see. town. Memphis, uh, Memphis no, is a no, good town. No, I know, I know. Memphis is a great town. Yeah. There's a lot to do there. But, and it's entertaining, however, when you come in from winning championships like he did, and he wasn't just a scrub off the bench. He won a couple of MVPs, or he, he was considered, he oh, won sure. one, he and he was considered for one. Yeah. He's not going to Memphis. 
And he did what's right, and he knew he had the, all the cards in his hand. Now he's in mind. And he saved his legs. Yeah, exactly. That's true. Yeah. I just exactly. thought when they say you're a member of the Memphis Grizzlies or the Detroit Pistons, you're supposed to go to that city and <laughs> at least show up for practice. <laughs> I've seen I've seen that happen a lot. I've 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 been on teams where guys were traded and they're supposed to come, never showed up. I've been called to help bring somebody in because they weren't going to show up. Oh, damn. Yeah. Let's so, hear it. So, so check this out, right? That's a tough Sacramento, job. Right? Sacramento Kings, they call me to bring me in because Chris won't show up. <laughs> oh. So you know what I told them? I'll show up. Just guarantee my money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, Did they? you say it's guaranteed? I'll be there. Did they? No, they wouldn't. Damn. I ain't show up. Who Bam. was the coach back then? You remember? It, you, you ready for this? Yeah. Steve Fisher was assistant coach. There you go. <laughs> oh, man. He couldn't get Chris over there? That's why eventually he called he me. Yeah, eventually he That's showed. why he called no, me. No, no, no. If you, Chris, you you would go because of Jimmy. You won't go because of Steve Fisher. Well, yeah, you but know, that's well, why, Jimmy, that's why they call me. <laughs> well, Jimmy, well, Jimmy, I need you. Can you, you so, know, so it just so will really what, help us if, out. If you got the opportunity to talk to Chris to try to get him to go to Sacramento, what would you have said? <laughs> that's the point. Because that's my dog. That's my boy. I would have been like, hey, man, what are you doing? Because at this point, I need you to show up so they can guarantee my contract. <laughs> so that's what, that's and, the conversation. Okay. How much would the deal would have been for you? Um, See, at that time, the minimum, I think, was like 250 or 275 That's still pretty nice. Yeah. That's pretty damn nice. But I wasn't going for the minimum. Give you that? I was going to take – no, I wasn't trying to take the minimum. I was. I wanted like – Six or seven, and they wouldn't do it. No, nah, they. I would have paid. They would have. No, yeah. they were going to do it. Uh, but Webb ended up showing up. <laughs> oh man, you should say Webb. Don't don't show up yet. Not nah, yet, she, brother. Playing with lives and livelihoods. It's all business. It's a business. We all trying to get more. That's all. We all That's trying true. to get more years and more money. See, I don't understand this. And and Andre Drummond did it when he was traded. The first thing he said. I just discovered that this is a business. <laughs> Don't you understand that as soon as you walk into the league, this but is a business? But you know what that text was? That text was a hurt text. Yeah. That text was a feeling text, emotional text that he and the relationship that I think he and Tom Gores have, yeah. I, that's what that was. That was a cryptic text. Not like, oh, I don't know what this business is. I don't expect mm -hmm. it. That was more like, oh, <laughs> We had conversations yeah. and y'all right. didn't even because he I think he texted that like they didn't even give him a heads up. Right. That's 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 wrong. Well, he had, we, we he all got knew. a veteran. He had a great know? game the night before. He had one of his best games mm -hmm. the night before. But the Pistons don't want him having great games because it means they would win the game. Right. Excuse me. And then uh maybe not get as good a pick. Yeah, we'll see. In the thing, so even if they don't make it and they're in the lottery, you know they always pick like seventh, eighth, or ninth anyway. That's yeah, just they the always way, do that's that. just the way it happens. Even if they have the worst record, right? In the we league, never get, we'll never get the eight. number one pick. But you know, here's, here's it, a question though. Yeah, what's the last good draft that we had? Brandon what's Knight in 2011. Now you got him back. <laughs> <again>. <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, that was the one, right? <laughs> how about the Metal Core? He was a yeah. second round pick. He was, but he was good. What was he that, was 2003. Yeah, but Andre Drummond technically that was, was back a good in the pick. Darko right. picks. He wow. was see that's he, what I'm saying. It's been almost 20 years. Drummond well, was it's been over 15 years. No, when we drafted Drummond. I'm like, that's great. That's a great pick. Did so, you not say that? So about 10 years. It's been about 10 years, right? Yeah, I, I like that pick. 
But really, I, I mean a pick that we have been. Uh, well, we took Luke Kennard instead of uh, Donovan Mitchell. That that was a that could have blew up. See, that's up. what I'm saying. Yeah. Like we have to make great. We have opportunities to to draft some great players, and we haven't. And the thing that killed me is uh, Stan Van Gundy kept when he was uh, the general manager. Right. We need an outside shooter. We want, I want somebody who's going to light it up. So then he passes on Devin Booker for Stanley right. Johnson. Right. I mean, Stanley oh my God. couldn't hit the three. No. And they would they would just I, leave him open. I went to the Phoenix game the other night. I'm telling you, there was at least 100 people in our section that had Booker jerseys on, standing up with, with – they love him. Right. They were mm-hmm. screaming, Booker, Booker. They right. were loving him, loving him on the court. Now we got Brandon Knight. That's who wow. I thought they were going to draft that year. Yeah. I said, well, he's going to be there. They're going to draft Devin Booker. I was incorrect. That's <laughs> who so they should have gotten. Yeah. And it was talk that he still might come over because the, there was talk that they were talking with the Suns about him. See, I would just right. love to, to spend time in the war room and see what those discussions are like leading up to the pick. It, it, it's it's basketball. It can't be, you know, you, you just can't you can't overthink it. And that's what I see a lot, like in these drafts. And, you know, you wonder, you see guys getting drafted in the second round or being – the last pick of the second round, they ended, end up having long careers and, and, and teams or people wonder why, you know, how did so many teams pass them over? I don't understand that. Because they're knuckleheads. They make mistakes. Like um, Draymond Green, second round pick. Mm-hmm. Look what he's doing mm-hmm. or has done. Making some money. Yeah, <laughs> making money. He got a contract extension, yep. won championships. Um, Integral part of the team. Right. And nasty. And I told Joe Dumars not to draft Darko before he drafted him. Yeah, you were probably the only because, one. Because uh, no, no, no. I I I got that from uh, this dude named uh, Yosemi. That's right. You were telling me he, about the him. postman. The oh. postman. He don't uh, draft him. He used to go to um, he used to go to European games, mm-hmm. and he saw Darko play, mm-hmm. and he said he can't play, and. Uh, he, so for some reason, he was a Piston fan. We we connected, so yeah. I, I would talk to him. And uh, the only reason I listened to him is because he told me about Dirk Nowitzki. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I, I said, Europeans can't play. Mm-hmm. And he said, this dude can play for real. <laughs> he said he's going he's to uh, have a real good career. He'll average 20 points, which oh. he did better than that. going to be a Hall of Famer. In the real. league. Right. So then he said, I keep hearing that the Pistons are going to draft Darko. Tell Joe. Don't not to it. draft him. He said what he is is he looks great in workouts, mm-hmm. but he can't play. play. Mm-hmm. Wow. And so I went I, – they had a press conference. So I went to Joe and I said, hey, I, I know this dude. I know it's going to sound silly to you, but he said you'd be making a huge mistake by drafting Darko. And he Joe said, was you, like – No, he said if you have a second-round pick, pick him. Pick him. Mm-hmm. But, but don't, don't waste use, him first. Yeah. Yeah, don't use that what second What a draft pick. that was. Mm-hmm. The Dirk Nowitzki thing, um, I saw Dirk when he was just coming into the league, and what he was and what he became is night and day. Because if you watch Dirk back in the day, he couldn't play either. I mean, he would shoot a, you know, his signature jumper, airball it, turn around and try to run up the court, trip over his own feet. That's how clumsy he used to be. So they put in a lot of work to to allow him to become that player. 
but he wasn't always polished like that. But he was coached up well. Yeah, he was coached up. Got coach and, him up. Yeah, and you got to put in that work. And that the coach that he had, uh, I forgot his name, but uh, from Germany that used to travel with him and come over here, and they would work on his footwork. That's that's what changed it for him because he literally, I'm telling you, he was tripping over his own feet. Larry Brown, I think, really hurt Darko. Oh, Larry he Brown did. hurt a yeah. lot of people. Yeah, <laughs> but he really, I think, killed well, Darko. Yeah. I, I tell well, you, I tell well, you, because Larry's, Larry's tough. He is tough. Yeah, Larry's tough. Chauncey hated Larry yeah. Brown. Now, Larry Jalen hates Larry because he almost got him out of Indiana or uh, Denver. Hmm. Um, what was your take on Larry Brown? Larry Brown. Besides being a carpet bag. Larry Brown, <laughs> love Larry Brown, first of all. Yeah. And the the people here blame the Pistons for Larry Brown leaving um, or retiring. What do you want? But my understanding for the people I talked to, and I was talking to Larry's boys, they said Larry Brown is leaving the Pistons, but he's got to uh, figure out how to make it look like he got fired. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which he did. Mm-hmm. Wow. And people bought it. Really? But I knew he was he was trying to get out of here. He schemed wow. the whole thing. Schemed the whole thing. Wow, that's that's who Larry Brown is. Why? If he didn't he want to be here anymore. He didn't want to be here. Did he see the end? He saw it. We're, we're done. I, I do not know. I never got that answer. He just wanted out. But how do I do this to make it look like I got fired? That's, that's a hard bad. thing to do. Yeah, and, that, and that's bad. That's a, that's that's a bad look for. Pistons. Well, like, that he, says a lot well, about. He pissed off uh, Bill Davidson. Mm-hmm. That's one thing. That's one way to get out of here. And and, uh, and and Bill's one of the sweetest, nicest guys you ever want to meet. So you, if you pissed him off, you really did something. And there's an owner that was at every game, sitting yep. in the seats every single every game. He was at every practice. He used yeah. to come to practice and and and. Uh, I mean, his place guardian out. was right next door to yeah. the palace. He built it right next <laughs> on his property. He, he take the there. golf cart yeah. over. Yeah. yeah, no, he was. Trust me, he was there every day, getting his workout in, yeah. um, getting a stretch in, using so the hot around, tub. You hung around the palace. Oh, yeah. and, oh for sure. Well, I was yeah. with the business for a while, and yeah. he used to come in there every day. That's and what I'm what saying. did he like, do with Joe? We would go up there. Would he do with Joe? Yeah, with Joe Dumas. So, what did they do to? Just about every day. After, well, I know they were in the, oh, racquetball, yeah, yeah. No, they're playing tennis. Yeah, tennis. tennis. Yeah, yeah, tennis. They, they built a tennis court. Yeah, tennis. Because okay. Joe is an avid, ten, avid tennis player. Um, and uh, Bill, yeah, they played a lot of tennis together. Um, they even made some makeshift uh, kind of tennis courts on in the gym sometimes. <laughs> now, that was a real tennis court, brother. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't makeshift, <laughs> anything makeshift about it. Now, they had a real tennis court in there. Then, so the who, then we had a bunch of different coaches. Then you got Flip. When Flip, Flip came, Saunders. right? Flip was a good coach. Flip, Flip was a, very Flip, good coach, Flip. except for the playoffs. Flip. All his teams. Flip's system was difficult to grasp, uh, and it took it took it takes a while to grasp. But he has a, he had a great uh, uh, philosophy, offensive philosophy, and system. I mean, did they have one of their best records under him? Yeah, but then they flamed out in the playoffs. So because you think the, that, that's Flip's fault? But yeah, it's his fault when it happens every year. <laughs> it's not your fault if it happens one or Once two years. That stuff happens, but every year, there's something wrong. What was now, wrong? I, They'd be I, tired I, or something? I, I'll tell you. I tell you. Uh, you just when you have a system and everybody knows that you run a system, it's easy to catch up on the system. So okay. during the season, during the regular season, um, you'll get wins. But in the playoffs, 
you got to be able to be a little bit more creative and uh, not be so predictable, and that was the problem. Right. During the regular season, NBA players just played. Mm -hmm. During the playoffs, I see them look down at scouting reports. They'd actually, you know, listen to to what the coach is saying. Because the coach, before a lot of games with diagram plays, here's what they like to do, and people, nobody's paying attention. Right. Then, during the playoffs, they do the same thing, and they're looking like this, like, Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Right. That's what. You, okay, yeah. Because mm-hmm. so it's they, the real season. It's yeah, it's the real. All right. So that I I tell you, the coach in Detroit that was the most annoying for players. They hated him, Doug Collins. <laughs> hated Doug. He rubs a lot of people the wrong way. Right. He um, but but they they won fifty games every year, and people loved him. The fans loved him, but I knew the players. Absolutely hated him. Now there were there. There's a couple stories. Um, oh geez, what's the 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 guy? He used to wear black fingernail polish. Doug hated him. Oh. He's from Kansas. Oh, wasn't I know? I know. I get I could see him. Black fingernail polish. Yeah. I could see him. He's a, he's, it was a big he, center, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, big center. He's a little weird. Not Chris. Uh, no. Anderson. No. I know who you mean. Well, anyway, this guy, they were they had the workout machines. And he left his workout machine, and he mistakenly kicked out. Doug was working on the elliptical, so he accidentally kicked out the plug. And then Doug's (laughs) elliptical stopped for like five seconds. So he goes back, and he plugs it back in. And uh, he said, sorry about that, Coach. And then Doug just went off on him. He said, what the fuck is wrong with you? you, I'm working on my workout, and you do this shit? And he just cussed him out for like three minutes. For that, oh my god! And he stopped his workout for like five seconds. See, obviously, it was it was something more to it. <laughs> it it had to be brewing. It had to be. Uh, well, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be. bring up one of your boys. What what happened? T Mills. Uh-huh. Oh, three Mills. T Mills uh-huh. squared up on Doug during practice <laughs> and said, "The only thing keeping me from kicking your ass right now is a paycheck." <laughs> <laughs> team, ask him about Sugar that. Sugar T Mills. I love that. Yeah, next time y'all. I'm gonna ask. I'll see you tomorrow. Okay. The Michigan, yeah. Michigan State game. I'll but see you tomorrow. Ask, ask the brother. Is that true? I'll ask him. I'm gonna ask him. I'll, I'll be back hey. here with the report. I, I closed one of his uh, press conferences prematurely one time. I asked about <laughs> Stacy Augman. How come he's not playing? Oh. And he just looked at me, and then he walked. What? I, I got so embarrassed. Uh-huh. It was it was like you know the one that's in front of the TV stuff. Mm-hmm. He just mm-hmm. shook his head at me and he walked away. Wow! I'm like, he used to get pissed at me just all the time. Asked about, I asked about Stacy. Well, yeah. How come Stacy's not playing plan? these days? Mm-hmm. And he didn't say a he word. He just shook just his head off. and he walked away. And well, all, the, all the reporters you know turned why? around and laughed at me. You, well, you know what that means? That means that whatever he had to say was a, it was going to be about <laughs> it was going to indict him. So he, he it was better for him to walk away. Well, his his big move was bringing in Brian Williams, who turned into Bison Daylight. Yeah, and I'll admit this was an asshole move on my part. But uh, <laughs> I love your asshole during, moves. <laughs> no, during the the press conference when they're bringing him in and they're all happy and Doug, this is Doug's big move. I told him, I said, Doug, this dude can't play. He he he'll put up some empty numbers. He's not going to help your team win. He's crazy. Why, why did you want him? Mm-hmm. And he's like, uh, you know, this press here is so <laughs> negative. 
uh, you know, you guys don't know anything about basketball and this kind of stuff. So he got pissed and he just left too. Wow. Wait, wait, wait. How how he sound though? He talk like he that? He talks like this. <laughs> That was Doug. Doug would uh, always talk like this. And get, he, he and was, here's the other thing he maybe did. Maybe that's that, why he rubbed people the wrong way. No, no, no. He Speaking of, of rubbing, his voice. this is something black dudes don't like. He used to do it all. And I actually told him, don't do it. And he didn't listen to it. <laughs> What'd he do? He would rub brothers on top of the head. Oh, yeah. And I nah, said, can't do that. Don't, yeah, don't do, do that. that. Nah, you I can't. I said, the do optics that. are bad. Yep. It's, that's like, the one. Like, you, he's yeah. like your kids. No, nah, yeah, you stopped that in elementary school. The last time you got a rub on your head was probably second grade. Yeah, black black folks don't go for that. Poor Doug. <laughs> Not know. at all. I, I threatened someone who kept rubbing my head. Who was rubbing your Fred head? Fred Human. Freddie was rubbing your head? Yes. I could see that. I said, if you rub my head one more time, I'm going to beat the <laughs> fuck out of you. <laughs> Freddie the H. Yeah, he would do that. But Man. then he started, he started doing it as a joke. Because he didn't think I was serious. serious and now, I am it, serious. Right. If you do it one right. more time, I'm going be, to beat you down. <laughs> well, look what Mickey does at first base, the Tigers. Miguel Cabrera, mm-hmm. when he was playing first base. Yeah, yeah. He would always yeah, he would get always under do those it. guys' that's right. Yeah, that's right. Always that's how you head. do it. Yeah. No, I'm telling you, that's that's a no-no. That's funny. Mm-hmm. But he would do it, and he kept doing it. And then... Did you get him, though? Huh? Did you get him? You wait for him in the outside the locker room? Oh, Doug? Yeah. Yeah. I No... You most ain't of jump the, most he... of my stuff. No, I don't jump on. I don't do much. You ain't catch him in the shower. You ain't walk in the shower no, with your timbo's on. Him, I told him in the uh, in the little um, hallway. I said, <laughs> Doug, black dudes don't like it when you rub their head. Were you alone with him? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I try not to embarrass Man. people during press conferences because I know the media's going to turn on me. So wait yeah. a minute, wait a minute. You observed him doing that, and then you was like, he hey, y'all, let me holler at you. Oh, that's funny. He did so, all the time. So you, <laughs> I said, Brothers so you don't observed like him doing that, and then you was like, hey, let me help you with this. And, yeah. And, <laughs> he and then he got pissed at me. He got mad at you? Yes. Wow. He called them negative. See, people don't even listen. Yeah. What are you going to do? He's like, you're too negative. He pissed people off in Chicago, too. Remember well, when he was the Bulls he, coach? He should have been Phil Jackson because he's a good coach. Mm-hmm. He is. He knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen. Mm-hmm. So he sh- Phil came in and, and was cool. But that's why they brought Phil in, right? Because he, he was, was the, the closer. Zen. He yeah, and he was the yeah. Zen. And, and it was opposite to what uh, Doug or the reputation that Doug had. Of rubbing people the wrong way and rubbing their heads, and rubbing their heads, rubbing right? Their heads. Rubbing their heads. <laughs> no, one of the funniest things is uh, the Pistons were playing uh, the Bulls, and Doug Collins was the Pistons coach, mm-hmm. and uh, you know how Michael Jordan would go on these runs. Mm-hmm. He scored like ten points in a row and mm-hmm. laugh at you. So anyway, <laughs> Doug is going ballistic on his team. Ain't, ain't nobody gonna stop this motherfucker. Ain't mm-hmm. nobody gonna stop. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jordan and Pippen heard this, and they looked at each other like, "What right. they gonna do?" Exactly. <laughs> they were cracking up. What are they gonna like, do? what are yeah. they gonna he do? Said, they can't do nothing. Right? Who who gonna said, no, stop this like, most dynamic yeah, duel yeah. ever? Batman but you know, Robin, Jordan yeah. Jordan said to Pippen, "I kind of saw him." He said, "Man, they should stop yelling at his players. Ain't shit they can right. do." <laughs> I mean, <laughs> this is gonna happen. It's I'm on going my road. down regardless. You can't stop it, and and even if. You do stop it a little bit. You don't want to turn that machine on. You don't want to press those buttons and give them an ch- extra challenge. Because mm-hmm. those guys were assassins. Then Pippen went nuts. Yeah. And they just they just blew right. the pistons out. Go back and forth. Like, like what you going to do? They're tag teaming you. Right. You can't, you can't pay more attention to Jordan and Lee Pippen and vice versa. And then you got 
Craig Hodges and Steve Kerr and John Paxson hitting wide open jumps. Don't forget Wild Bill Cartwright. Right, and Cartwright. Oh, yes. And we, exactly. our local guy, B.J. Armstrong. Yeah, B.J. Armstrong. For sure. Iowa. That's right. Brother still, Rice. Yeah, he looked like he was 12. He still yeah. looks the, like he's 12. The day he retired. <laughs> now, B.J. still looked like B.J. He I did. See him but, you know, he, he had thunder thighs, though. Thunder thighs? Yeah, they, they were a little bit pudgy. A little chunky? His thighs were always chunky. What? Yeah. I never noticed that. See, what do you mean you, chunky? They, you what, know, do you mean, what do you mean? Like little, little jelly roll on, on his on his thighs. <laughs> what? Hey, man, you looking a little bit too hard at his I thighs. I am an observer First of, of all, the, the shorts were a little longer, too. So how were you looking at his no, thighs? No, they were short then. They were short then. They were short then. They weren't that short. Now where you can see the roll, the jelly roll, according to T I'm on his thigh, you, man. Go, I, I tell you what. <laughs> I'll accept your apology when you go and look at old pictures. Th- you know what? Now I got to go back and look at the go old look. hardwood films and check out my man's thighs. <laughs> a little jelly roll on, man, brother. I'm telling you. Right. Yeah, all right. No, nah, he's going to come back and say, T, uh, yeah, you're right. Uh, I'm not, <laughs> not going to say anything publicly, roll. but you you were right, man. <laughs> He may have had like the the extra uh tube sock boys. No, shut up, dude. Rolls. Yeah, you you trying to <laughs> rationalize what you see, what you're about to see. Did he have on uh leggings or tights up under the No. With the jelly? See, that's no, why no, he no. had the jelly roll. You gotta put the tights up under it. They didn't wear tights back then. Huh? They Some did. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they yeah. Did. We started that back in the eighties. We were wearing tights since like the late eighties, like eighty six, eighty seven. They they weren't as prevalent. Correct. They were biker that. shorts. All right, they biker were shorts. Yeah, they, they weren't hanging shorts. down. Yeah, they weren't all the shorts. way through. They, but right. they were. Like for instance, like Shaq, the biker shorts were longer uh, than our shorts. Like uh, Jimmy's best friend Shaq <laughs> would wear those biker shorts and he put pads in them. Mm-hmm. Well, they, that's the norm now. Yeah. He you see Seiko? The way you see Seiko Dumboye? He wears them. You don't even see his legs. He wears the yeah. whole. He wears the whole pants mm-hmm. all the way down right. to his no, socks. They're just culottes. Yeah, he just wears, wears them all the way down. Well, he's going to get a chance to play now. A lot more chance yeah, absolutely. to play now. And they'll they be losing more. That. You never put the crown on him. King for a day. That's all right. We'll double up. We'll double oh, the yeah. crown. No, yeah, we'll, no we'll worries. Up. Hakuna Matata. I had one for you, too. I'm ready. You can, anyway. give, you can give him a 30-second you know one. I'm ready. Nah, we're good. All right. We'll check I you out next time, brother. Clips. Man. Michigan, Snipes. Michigan State tomorrow. Who you like? I like Michigan. You really? I like and I like and I like Xavier Simpson leading my squad. They, as long as you don't let him, don't let him your car. <laughs> <laughs> we I, out on that note. How's he gonna get to the game? <laughs> Take your wife's car. Take the Terry's bus, wife's car. Look, they got free bus rides there. He got a bus pass. <laughs> Have a great weekend, guys. You too, my brother. NRM Smoking. Streamcast. Love y'all.